Welcome to A Wild New Work, a podcast about how to take wise, soul-centered action in your work life, all based on the wisdom of nature. I'm Megan Leatherman, a mother to two small children, a coach, writer, and amateur ecologist living in the Pacific Northwest, and I'm your host today. Hello and welcome. I hope this recording finds you well and taking good care. We are here in the last stage of the autumn season. You're doing it. (laughs) We're doing it. It's been an interesting autumn season for me and for many people who have steeped themselves into the wisdom and invitations of this particular fall season. And today's recording of my monthly Rooting In call in Cedar Lodge will support you in mindfully crossing this threshold into winter. And winter is a time when we can really integrate who we are now that we've shed another layer of who we used to be. So as the leaves drop from the trees, we can see their true shape and they're on the other side of something important. And so this can be true for us too. So now more fully who we are without the leaves that were, you know, disguising our shape without the leaves that we've carried since the spring We can see ourselves in new ways and play around with what is possible for us as we recompose our lives with soul and a healthy ego at their center. So I'm excited to share this recording with you today. I think it will really be helpful as we cross into this unique winter period. So I'll start with our opening invocation and then lead you into the recording. May each of us be blessed and emboldened to do the work we're meant to do on this planet. May our work honor our ancestors, known and unknown, and may it be in harmony with all creatures we share this earth with. I express gratitude for all of the technologies and gifts that have made this possible, and I'm grateful to the Cowlitz and Clackamas tribes, among others, who are the original stewards of the land that I'm on. All right, let's go ahead and get started. So wherever you are, just settling in, approaching this time as sacred, as a gift to yourself, making any adjustments or doing anything that helps it to feel that way, whether it's getting a cozy blanket or lighting a candle or just making sure that your body is really comfortable really treating this time as special and a unique little portal or container inside of your day. I'm gonna start by talking a little bit about where we are in this last stage of autumn. And as I go, uh, you may hear my children. (laughs) Uh, There's children home today. So um, I'll try to minimize the background noise as much as possible, but, as you know, with COVID and uh, the pandemic way of life for many parents, it's uh, unavoidable sometimes, but we'll do our best. So we're entering into the last third of autumn. We've been through Libra season with the autumn equinox in late September. We've been through, we are in and coming through Scorpio season, which has been the heart of the autumn season. And now with the sun's shift into Sagittarius on November 21st or 22nd, we move into the last portion of autumn and start transitioning into the winter. The days will continue to get darker and darker earlier until the winter solstice on December 21st, which is the shortest day of the year. 
And so our descent into the underworld is not finished. There is more to do here. And that can feel really frustrating if you feel like you have been in the muck and you've been you know, working with these themes of letting go and release and you've been shedding and purifying and doing a lot of healing. It can feel disheartening to think that there's more to do or that we're not done yet. But these cycles work on their own timelines in our lives. And I find that the universe or spirit or whatever is guiding you and us collectively will have us stay in the underworld for as long as we need to until we get the message that we need, until we do the healing work that we need to do. And sometimes that takes years and sometimes it's a day, depending on what we're working on and what we're moving through. But we can intentionally root into these cycles and understand that in the natural world and in our place in it as animals who move through these cycles, we have more to go here. We have more of the darkest season to move through. So with the transition from Scorpio to Sagittarius, we're moving from a fixed water element to a fire sign, a mutable fire sign. So there's movement here where there may have felt like there was stagnation or like we were getting sucked into the quicksand and we, were, we couldn't really move. Now with fire and with the mutability and the transition into winter, there is some levity, there's movement now. We move through our days and through this season in a different way than we will have through the heart of autumn. In the tarot, we move from the death archetype with Scorpio into temperance, which is a period of rebirth, but not in the sort of showy way of spring. I find that temperance is really the feeling that we get after we have done something tremendously difficult, after we've been through a period of true death and letting go and true hardship and um, toil and obstacles. And again, these don't have to be humongous all of the time, but um, you can think of, you know, if you've ever had to really make a hard decision and, and leave a relationship, or if you've given birth and are coming out the other side as, you know, you know someone being born into motherhood or parenthood, if you have um, run a really hard race and you've completed it and you're feeling that sense of accomplishment, if you've placed yourself into um, a grieving process and feel the first kind of tendrils of promise and light coming out the other side. It's not a easily won sensation. It's really the pride and accomplishment and relief that we feel when we know we've done something that we had to do, when we know we have said yes to the underworld journey, to the grief, to the loss, to the transformation that has been calling us. We can look to these deciduous trees that are continuing to release their leaves now. Many of them are bare. They're naked now. They have let go of all that there was to let go of, and now we can see their shape. We can see the core of them. We can see the heart of them that lives on and through the year, no matter what is going on on their branches. So what remains in us after we have let go of something, after we have said yes to something very difficult and have been through it, what remains is the essence of us, our soul, 
any of us who have been through a grieving process, who have had to really let go of something, know that the, the ego will shed its outer layers, whether it's a, a job title, a role in a relationship, a role in your family, a um, way of being perceived, a um, physical identity. I mean, there's many, many things that we can shed, but we know when those go away, we can touch into that sense of who we deeply, truly are. And so I want to lead you through an embodiment exercise a little bit later to help you tap into this sense of really letting go and moving through something difficult and feeling that deep sense of being reborn in a way. Again, not in like this showy celebratory outward way, but in a way that is just for you, that maybe only you know. Maybe no one else knows the trials that you have been through this autumn season, but you know, and you know where you have said yes to change and where it's been difficult, where you might have said no, and there's still time to say yes. There's still time to let go, to really surrender to the transformation that wants to take place in your life whether that's just showing up in your day-to-day -day differently or letting go of other ways of doing things, things that may have worked before the pandemic or in the early stages that you know just have lived out their time now or lived out their purpose. It may mean letting go of work that you know is not for you anymore, that feels heavy or that feels like it's just ready to be let go of. So whatever it is, there's still time to work with it to go really deep and to really look at where you need healing in this season. The darkness will still be with you until the winter solstice and Sagittarius invites you to say yes to the work so that you can remind yourself how resilient and how mythical and how amazing and strong you really are. A lot of us are hungry for these periods in our lives where we do something that is really difficult and we can witness ourselves overcome the adversity and do the healing work. And I'm not talking about just getting through the day um, because I know life feels hard for many people. I'm talking about doing the deep soul work that is satisfying in a way that no other work really can be. When we say yes to doing a thing that feels impossible or difficult, or when we say yes to stepping into who we feel that we truly are, even though it may cause ripples in our family systems, in our relationships, in our workplaces, there's this reward on the other side of that, which is temperance, which is rebirth, which is alchemy. And not enough of us have opportunities throughout our lives to really show ourselves and remind ourselves of our deep core soulful strength. And so we move through and life feels hard and we kind of stay at the edges and stay in the shallows and, you know, try to stay comfortable and do the things that are convenient, which makes sense in terms of wanting to feel safe and comfortable in, a, in the midst of a chaotic world, but it doesn't give us the real satiating sense of accomplishment that so many of us are looking for that has nothing to do with external validation or external successes and everything to do with feeling like we're living in integrity with who we are and with our purpose. 
So I want to give you some questions to reflect on and to stretch your perspective a little bit as we move from Scorpio into Sagittarius into the final steps of the autumn descent. And you don't have to memorize these, but just notice how they feel in your body as I read them. The first one is what trials have you been through this autumn? What has the underworld held for you this autumn in particular? And it may be themes that you've been working with your entire life or for years. It may be mysterious and you're not sure. It may feel relatively light and not that deep this autumn season. And that's okay too. Every cycle, every season offers a different flavor of this journey. But what trials have you been through that maybe you you're the only one who knows about them. And who is the true you that is emerging as you go through them? Who are you now without your leaves? Who are you without the identities with the work that you do? Who are you without the relationships that you have? Who are you without the old stories or the way that you were socialized in your family of origin? Who is the true you now? And what does it mean for your soul to lead you in your life and your work? After the ego sheds its leaves, after we shed the things that we know aren't working for us, then the ego can be in service to the soul, to the larger picture and vision of our life. Sagittarius wants to move. It wants to be big. It wants to be unencumbered by what others think of us, what we believe is possible or not possible for us. It wants to be unencumbered by all of the obligations that we agreed to that don't make sense anymore, all of the responsibilities we take on that no one asked us to take on or that we don't wanna carry anymore. Sagittarius calls us into true soul-led living, which is often not easy and does, it doesn't always make sense to anyone else. But we know that sense of integrity and congruence. We know when we're saying yes to something that we just deeply need. We know when we're able to express who we are in our lives and in our work. And so this may not mean that everything in your life changes, but I bet there are already currents emerging, new ways of thinking, new desires, new hunger, a new desire to live in a way that is really deeply in alignment with who you are and what you're asking, what you're being asked to do and how you're being asked to show up in this unique time in your life and history. So those are some questions that I would offer to you as we shift into this last stage of autumn. And I wanna guide you through an embodiment exercise to help settle this into your nervous system, into your body, into your bones, so that you can remember this sense of deep accomplishment and deep soul connection. And so you're welcome to do this with me now. I hope you will. You're also welcome to listen and notice how it lands and come back to it later. So wherever you are, go ahead and just settle in and get comfortable. I encourage you to be sitting upright if that feels good. You might want to close your eyes or have your feet on the floor, your hands on your legs. And we'll just take a few breaths to be here. 
to anchor into this unique moment in our lives and our days. Really saying yes to being present in this moment and whatever wants to show up for you in this visualization. And now I invite you to imagine yourself in a landscape that you love. And you have placed yourself here in the midst of a tremendous storm. The sky is dark. The clouds are soaked heavy with rain. There might be thunder and lightning. There may be gusts of wind. A part of you might even feel trepidation or scared being in this sublime environment, but know that you are fully safe, that this storm is here to clear away whatever needs to be cleared for you, to cleanse you, renew you, to bring you onto the brink of something and remind you of what it is to be fully alive. And so the rain starts to come and it is so heavy. And the rain is the perfect temperature for you. It may be cold and frigid. It may be warm like a monsoon. And it is pouring down upon you. There is no need to shelter yourself from it. Let it clear away the dust, the dirt, the grime, the agreements you've made that you don't want to carry anymore the stories that you have about what's possible for you, the identities that you don't want to hold anymore, the pain or suffering that you're ready to put down. This heavy rain just soaks through you, soaks through your clothes, cleansing every inch of your skin of anything that feels heavy or is no longer yours. It cleanses your entire aura, your energy field. Maybe the lightning is clapping in the sky. Maybe the thunder makes you shake. Here you are in this incredible place, surrendering to the majesty and the awe of something that is bigger than you. And the rain will not let up. But when you sense that you have had enough, that something has shifted, that you have really let go and surrendered to this rain, you notice that up ahead there is a small shelter and you can see that there's a light inside. You can see fire inside and you might run or walk to this shelter. You go inside and you're finally out of the storm. You're in this safe and cozy place that's just for you. You see a fire in the hearth. It is big, it warms the entire space. You see a change of warm clothes next to the fire that's ready for you. You put the clothes on, you nestle into a cozy seat near the fire and you can take a deep breath. You can trust now that something has shifted. You're ready to warm up now, but the spark of vitality is with you. 
feel into your aliveness, feel the warmth of this fire as it comes up against your cold and wet skin. Just feel how safe you are here. Feel pride for yourself that you put yourself into that storm in order to be renewed in a deep way. And remember that this tension between cold and discomfort and the elements and the warm comfort of the hearth is necessary in order to be fully alive. That without the cold and the demanding elements, the cleansing that we have to go through, the inner hearth is less enticing, it's less special. And if we were always cast out into the storm, we wouldn't have the sensation of peace. And so both are necessary. So I wanna invite you to take a deep breath and let this visualization go now, trusting that you can always come back to it. And you can even embody it this winter, placing yourself into the rain, into the cold, surrendering to the changes that your animal body wants to go through this season, and then coming back into an inner place or a home of comfort where maybe you have an actual fire or actual candles lit and playing with this duality, remembering that you can be out in the elements and you can also be in at the seat of your inner hearth. In closing, I wanna share with you a short quote that I love by Martin Shaw from his book called Snowy Tower. He wrote, may we all be wild horses under a blood moon riding mad into its tangles. I hope that stays with you and that this time has been nutritive for you. Many, many blessings to you as we transition into the last part of autumn and into the winter season. Thank you for being with me today, my friends. If this resonated with you, I want to encourage you to check out our new course in Cedar Lodge. It's running for the entire month of December, and it's called Cast Your Vision Into the Year Ahead. It's a digestible four-part look at the archetypes of Sagittarius, temperance in the tarot, and the late autumn season. It will guide you into a soulful visioning practice so that you can sense into what you most desire and want to experience in the coming year, professionally and personally. It's available now and it's free to Cedar Lodge members. Cedar Lodge members are part of a rich ecosystem of nature-based professional development opportunities. And if you know you're ready for a more meaningful, more textured, more energetically balanced working life, I encourage you to join us. You can learn more at the link in the show notes or on my website, awildnewwork.com. Thank you again for being with me. I will be back with you in two weeks. So take good care and I'll see you on the other side.